Hi, I'm Stephen Crafty and this is Talking Design 2019, episode number four. I'm speaking today with Nancy Bougea. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Bougea. That's a really good effort. Bougea. Bougea. Um, and Nancy is Managing Director of uh, the HM Group, which includes HM, Fluoro and Wrapped. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Stephen. I think you're a... Uh, you represent a very important area within the design industry. It's not spoken about. We see what you do with images. We see how you communicate to people. But you're kind of in the background. So we take you for granted in oh. a sense. We do. <laughs> I'm cool with background. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the group. Okay. So we- I established HM, which is one of the brands within our group, 22 years ago. So we started all of those years ago as a graphic design studio. It was two of us and I'm a graphic designer by profession. Um, Over time, I guess, and what's been so wonderful is that we've evolved and we've grown, um, innovated, and it's allowed us to establish other brands. And uh, it was only in 2013 that we established the group. And my role predominantly is uh, managing director or CEO of the businesses. There are a number of businesses within the group now um, and HM being the core. So I come in on, so I am pretty much background in many people's eyes, but I am, you know, the, the face of HM, our core business to many of our clients. Um, and my role is very much centered around the, the relationship um, strategy, that kind sort of thing. So I'm, I'm no longer on the tools, so to speak. So I've, I don't design, um, I've got Pages. a team for that. Yeah. It is, um, I've kind of kind of sit in the background when it comes to the actual graphic design component, but I, I do come in on the high level stuff. It's interesting because the area that you do, I mean, it, it's very diverse now. I mean, you have digital reality, is it that? Augmented reality. Aug- augmented reality. Yeah. Um, you have so many different uh, ways of communicating and in a sense, it's probably more challenging now than any other time because in so if you go back 20 years there was a newspaper you got all your information from your newspaper and That's that right. was it and yep. now you have to in a very competitive communication area you're really trying to get people's attention and um dabbling into augmented reality now when we did start off as just a simple graphic design studio really demonstrates i think the evolution of um society as well because people are expecting um more um there's a there is a lot more opportunity i feel so with these sorts of challenges i do gain from that an opportunity and that's how and why we've evolved to incorporating augmented reality into our business so in a nutshell we do um can no longer say we're just graphic designers we um, create clarity through branding and graphic design and we evoke emotion through our images that you've seen and then now we improve experiences with augmented reality um look most people wouldn't know about augmented reality but for the people who are listening who don't know what it is what how would you define augmented reality? So I, I do see it as an opportunity to enhance print uh, by combining print and digital. Augmented reality is a um, technology which allows you to kind of um, bring, and I'll need to think about this. So Br- Bring words to life. Well, um, that catalogue 
tell me, talk me through that catalogue that I saw the other day. For example, augmented reality. If you look at this printed catalogue, there's just these words on the front cover. But if you actually focus or well, that's when augmented reality comes to play. So we'll use the example of that that you saw, that magazine, where we all created an augmented reality experience on the cover. So you see a, a normal print publication, and I'm very passionate about print, um, but you can activate an experience through an app on your phone or device, could be an iPad, um, and the page essentially comes to life. And what we, we've been able to do is, I guess, allow people to connect more deeply with a print product, but also what augmented reality allows is um, it allows that print product to be measurable. So through the augmented reality technology and app, we, we have some um, statistics and data that kind of comes with that. So we're able to see how many people have downloaded the app, how many people have viewed the page, whereas traditionally a, a print piece is not measurable. You don't know how many people have looked at it, basically. Well, sometimes you can't. As as you're unravelling, you know, the paper from the bin to put their food on. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the examples that you've worked with, you've worked with people like, uh, as an example, Abbey Australia. Yep. I mean, that was an interesting concept uh, when I was looking at those images the other day where it was a, a kind of a, a campaign for a distributor of leading appliances in kitchens yep. and bathrooms. You, the normal expectation would be let's just do a series of images of taps, basins, whatever, which is kind of banal, but that's what you'd expect in, a, in that type of campaign. You didn't do that. No, and I think this is why Abbey Australia keep coming back to us. Thank you, Abbey. Um, we think outside the square, a lot of the time our audience is other designers, architects, interior designers, who are... Um, potentially looking at considering specifying these products that Abbey Australia distribute into their um, work. So we set out to ensure that we um, capture the essence of the brands that we're talking about through images. We very much believe that design can has the potential to evoke emotion and that's what we're hoping to, to get out of people that are reviewing these images. So for this particular campaign, there's a series of models which you select yep. and you work with makeup artists and photographers. Yes. And they were actually body painted with different metallic tones that kind of evoke the sense of the materials that you'd find in products and taps. That's right. Oh. It's a really striking collection of portraits. And this particular series you're talking about we've called Seeing is Believing, um, which again captures the essence of this particular brand that we're um, presenting to the world or to Australia mainly. And um, yeah, ensuring that I guess everything we do has a depth and meaning. We're, we're beyond that kind of superficial design phase. It's um, ensuring that you know the makeup we've selected for these models do take are taken from the beautiful products of these taps that we're promoting, um, and f capturing the audience through the facial expressions and the the, the makeup and the hair. Um, I, I can see this one being quite successful, and it's um, also quite adaptable. We're we're already looking into creating another shoot with these particular models, perhaps using the products as well. The um, the other one I was thinking of was um, 
Parliament Station. It's something that, you know, people think design or it's just how things look, you know, mm. what they look like. It's not... It's They don't realise they actually can do far more than that. And explain that... Uh, project because it's a very important project that it can yes. actually save people from falling down an escalator. Well, that's right. So this is uh, shows the diversity of HM. Um, we were engaged by Metro Trains Melbourne to um, create a campaign to encourage safety when riding an escalator. Um, we did a study with RMIT did a study rather and found that um, there were so many injuries on escalators. People just being distracted and writing them incorrectly. So we created a campaign, and you saw it, I believe. I did. Yes. I thought it, well, at first it I thought it was a work up. site. I yep. thought, oh, there's some, some work going on. So it kind of alerted me to be more careful. I guess it shows um, the importance of meaningful design. We, we ensured that, you know, we could have done all sorts of crazy things, but we wanted to ensure that um, people got that message of safety, of alert, when they approached the escalators with the campaign. And we used the, we came up with the copy, get a grip, don't slip, um, quite, you know, um, rhythmic, and it allows people to kind of capture that, well, sorry. It's a bit like, it, 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 it's, it's, it sets, you, sets it in your mind. Yes, so what it does, I believe, is it's almost like a bit of a jingle. That's what we were hoping to get out of that, so people would so jump you, on and, and know they've got to get a grip. But you've literally, the advertising, the normal advertising for, say, Parliament stations come down, yep. which previously was pop-up advertising, and then you've just wrapped the whole thing in, in yellow and black stripes and black, black and yellow graphic signs on yep. either end. So it's immediately you associate that with a warning, even yep. just the colours. Yep, well, there you go, and they are the safety, typical safety colours. And I'd love you to tell me, what was your experience? Well, I'm always quite anxious when I get on, a, on an escalator, so I'm not probably typical, but I thought it was interesting that your research found that, or I think RMIT research found that, uh, you know, 35% of accidents were caused with people with bags. And then, That's you right. know, uh, people, you know, there's a lot of people, two or three people per week in the whole system can perhaps fall down these escalators. Yeah, and quite horrific injuries as well. And I guess the whole objective of um, getting people to kind of poise with this campaign was to, we, we realised that there are injuries, people falling backwards, people being distracted, people with bags, yes. Yeah, all in all, it's encouraging people to just stay put and... Um, hold on to those handrails. The other um, uh, project I thought was very interesting is, you know, you also do animations. You know, right. they're very labour-intensive and you settle people in. So you settle people into areas by presenting these animations that explain an area and in, in case it was a university and you wanted uh, the students to know the things that are around them. It sounds quite simple, but it's not that simple, is no, it? Well, we, um, we evolved this amazing idea. We were engaged to create an illustration, almost like a map for um, new students at a particular university, um, just to kind of showcase what was in and around the campus, pretty much promoting um, the, the campus as a place to be. But also it ended up being repurposed and used for future students. Um, we proposed an idea to animate some of the key locations and so create a, a bit of a burger joint yeah that's right 
got the burger joint. Um, this particular uni was based in and around Footscray, so we've got, you know, 8-Bit Burger, Sun Theatre in Yarraville, um, you know, the Docklands, the Melbourne Wheel. Obviously, there were a lot of international students. Um, and we've created a social media campaign in collaboration with our client, um, uh, and the images are animated uh, illustrations. Nancy, I imagine also it's quite... Um, unsettling for some students, particularly international students, when they come to a new area, they might be living away from home for the first time to actually connect to things in their immediate well, place. That's right. And I guess this the, the initiative of this particular education institution, I think really had that in mind. And um, it's quite lovely that we were able to bring in a really fun element to almost like welcome them to the campus. The other thing that I think is interesting, and it's been something that um, you're about to relaunch, or you're, um, is Fluoro Digital, yes, which is an exciting um, magazine-style um, online magazine. Yeah, um, and you feature some great designers. Um, tell me a little bit about that, because I think going forward, digital magazines are really the way things are going. Well. I might surprise you today because we started off, we started Fluoro 10 years ago um, and it was always a print magazine and it, it started off talking about us but then we realised there's more to the world so we, we opened our own minds and um, Fluoro has become an integral part of our overall HM Group business because it keeps our design team in the forefront because we are always looking for um, remarkable other remarkable people we can talk about. So we ended up going from print to digital. Fluoro Digital, as you referenced, is what you you see online. We've we've taken a bit of a um, break, reassessing the whole business of Fluoro, and we are about to relaunch by reactivating Fluoro Digital online. However, the key focus will be taking fluoro back to print and our print editions i my goal will be to um, be city specific global city specific so um, the city of melbourne you know we're looking at berlin barcelona hong kong um, and create issues that are specifically talking about remarkable people um, and pieces of design that are specific to those cities so i really look forward to doing that again we're taking on the whole um I guess value system and mantra of HM Group that we everything we do we set out is to create clarity, evoke emotion, and improve experiences. So I can pretty much guarantee that these print editions will incorporate augmented reality as well, some way or another. I mean, Nancy, you don't make it easy for yourself. I looked at a series <laughs> of shots you did for, um, I think it was for the Abbey Group, yeah, where it was underwater shots of models. <laughs> And they've been going uh, 50 years. Is it 50 years? 50 years, yeah. And you're mentioning that. And you could have just done a typical shoot again, you know, a series of product shots of products, how they've evolved over 50 years. And you thought, no, I won't do that. I will show changes in in the culture and the fashion. Um, and you put these models below Underwater. water. Yep. One's from the 60s, late 60s, when... Uh, probably um, Abby started and then there's one in the 80s all layered kind of a bit new romantic looking and then there's this ethereal uh, wonderful floating image of an androgynous figure that kind of Beautiful. represents the future mm. you could have done it a lot simpler but to yep. get people under water and you know the, the, the level of uh, 
you know, detail and the problems that can occur. I do have this view that anything is possible and um, there are no limits to creativity. I think being able to celebrate a brand such as Abbey and their longevity through a series of images to enhance their own brand, um, we we really thought about, you know, what is it that that's kept them going? What is the element of life that we need that kind of Abbey needs to progress and it is water so we thought because yeah, they couldn't that, operate without water well they couldn't no you know just no, it sounds a bit funny but it's we thought let's let's utilize that beauty of that element and we um yeah we submerged some beautiful models that we styled in collaboration with um two of our most dearest collaborators um Jared and Mark who are stylist photography duo we work very closely with those guys and um retoucher Matthew so I guess that just shows the um we're able to do what we do because of our network of people that work very I mean that shoot alone would have been a lot of work I mean days weeks I mean you know we did that within a day Yeah. yeah and um you'll see a lot of our shoots are quite elaborate and you know thanks to our wonderful team we achieve them so efficiently and um you know there's no mucking around we no, no one's got time to waste we don't have endless bottomless budgets um we're, we're considering all of those things time budget um and get things done quite efficiently a lot of the work is in the pre-planning i think that's where you know a real strength of miguel our creative director he um every shoot is planned to, to the t so when it comes to the day we know what we need to do and we just get it done we're really good at just getting it done um when it comes to working with Miguel, uh, do you have to hold him back sometimes and say, look, it's just you're pushing it too far. I think we're actually ending up, it's a headache. Or do you just say, look, let's just see what happens? I, in my head, I would say, oh, God, where, where is he taking this? But I do let him go because um, he's very aware, again, of, um, client needs, client budgets, timelines, restrictions, um, and I, I absolutely never hold him back. It's he, he makes it work. He makes it happen. I think that's why we work well together, and um, we have that great balance. Because when yeah. you have um, a client, say you know whatever it is, whether it's whatever product, and you present something so left of centre, like the models underwater, um, or models, you know, body painted in metallic colours do they kind of stop at first and go what's all this about or do they say that's amazing Nancy? yeah usually it's really positive and we we never go in with one concept or one idea so we would consider that the client needs again um, and often they have a particular vision and we would work that up and create that um, and ensuring it's great just in case they do choose that but then we do go completely outside of the box and present um, ideas like the ones you have seen executed that are backed up, that are rationalised. So it's not just because, you know, there's like an the opportunity. Image. No, exactly. And it's never that's for that superficial reason. It is always for, you know, completely rationalised. And thankfully, we have such a um, forward-thinking um, client group that allows us to, to go beyond. And it's almost now an expectation. If we were to deliver something safe, I think that's when they'd go, um, what's what this about? Yeah, Nancy, 
wonderful to have you on the program today. Thanks for uh, having me. I love hearing what you're doing and I think it's an important, you know, it's important to know that graphic design isn't just graphic design, that it's become a lot more complicated and the world has become a lot more muddied and to actually get people's attention it needs a lot more work. So That's right, thank you. Well done and oh. I look forward to hearing about what you're doing in 20 years' time. I can't wait, Stephen. Hopefully talking design will still be going when I'm... A bit older. Let's not let's not go there. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to Nancy Bouger, managing director of the HM Group, and I'm Stephen Crafty. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.